This episode of The Latest is brought to you by The Latest. If you like the program, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, or send us a message, like this one from Johan Kalm. Hi, our medical-grade toenail clippers is the safest, and especially recommended for those with troubles with winding nails, hard nails, two nails, nail cracks, deep nails, thickened nails, etc. Get yours, thepodiatrist.online. To your success, Kalm. Thanks, Johan. Enjoy the show. It's Thursday, July 29. I'm Greg Ott. This is the latest. The U.S. is seeing an outbreak of new coronavirus cases in areas where vaccination rates remain low. The new vaccine debate now on whether your employer can require you to get a vaccination. Less than half of the population in 16 states have received at least one dose. of Those voices are discussing vaccine refusal, the act of declining complementary access to life-saving medicine in a country that's obsessed with free samples. As COVID-19 infection rates continue to rise across unvaccinated portions of the United States, many who have already taken their shots find themselves asking the same question. Why should they get dessert if they won't eat their vegetables? As of press time, COVID-19 cases are once again rising in all 48 states and those other two, as the highly contagious Delta variant continues to affect the reputation of well-known trademarked brands. While it's believed that 163 million people have been fully vaccinated, that's just short of half of the population, with the other half having heard enough of the Staying Alive soundtrack to decide not to flip over the remaining side of the cassette. In states like Louisiana, barely 30% of the people throughout the region have received a single dose, where concerns over personal health decisions continue to be upheld by locals who harbor no second thoughts over sucking swamp brains through the ass of a crawfish. Public health officials have characterized the continued viral spread as going off like a bomb across communities that are more likely to believe that the explosion is part of a false flag operation. That's why everyone from Mitch McConnell to Sarah Sanders are urging their followers to get vaccinated at great personal risk to their own hard-fought mission of getting people to vote against their own self-interest. Influential anti-vax voices like Tennessee right-wing radio host Phil Valentine, who previously channeled his inner Weird Al for an inspired send-up of the Beatles' tax man cleverly titled Vax Man, remains hospitalized and hooked up to oxygen as his wife begs Twitter for prayers. That's because they gave up on thoughts a long time ago. An Alabama doctor has noted that infected patients are routinely begging for the vaccine right before a ventilator tube must be forcefully shoved down their throat, the moment that it's precisely too late. We can't change your order to rare after we've cooked your steak well done. One scientist that NPR spoke with estimates that the U.S. will soon reach a vaccinated rate of 70%, unlocking our long-awaited herd immunity Xbox achievement. But among the 30% unvaccinated, that still leaves room for a potential fall peak that will resemble the worst periods of the pandemic to date, like that weekend you spent trying to get through Tenet. On Tuesday, the CDC changed its indoor mask guidance once again to primarily protect unvaccinated people, canceling the open bar at the office Christmas party because Tom fondled the intern in the printer room last year and ruined it for everyone. And the vaccinated are starting to get fed up with having to pick up the slack. The Biden administration is set to announce vaccination requirements for federal employees, requiring unvaccinated workers to undergo regular testing to scientifically prove that they're assholes. And as companies work to prevent a relapse back to normal, brands like Google are requiring vaccinations for in-office employees. Netflix is requiring vaccinated film production personnel. 
and even Facebook employees must be inoculated against the virus if they'd like to be permitted to continue spreading their digital equivalent. Whether it's lottery tickets, 100 bucks cash, or a free beer, states are giving away the types of freebies that normally justify Black Friday stampedes, and yet they're being waved off like a free trial to Quibi. And rather than holding up this miracle to modern science, being anti-vax has turned into this twisted nationwide identity that treats tracheotomy scars as badges of honor. Out in the Ozarks, people are even showing up to vaccine appointments in disguise over fears of being ostracized by their community, which sounds insane until you realize it's in a region with a proud tradition of being forced to hide important visits to the health clinic. If the experts suggest that we stay masked up to protect the general population or people who medically can't be vaccinated, I can handle recycling my stale breath in the train. But if these guidelines are in place to help people who have no interest in helping others, they deserve to get a taste of their own medicine that they're refusing to take. The NFL is going to start fining unvaccinated players 15 grand for violating COVID-19 protocols, the price of a single ticket. And it's the right thing to do. Stadiums, airplanes, restaurants, and anywhere else people want to have a decent time should require proof of vaccination in order to be around other people. And those who don't want a free cure, $50 gift card, and two days off of work deserve to have a swab shoved up their nose anytime they want to do something in exchange for our inconvenience. In a country of individual liberty, it's a twisted irony that individual liberty is what's imperiling our individual liberties. But at some point, with or without the approval of the unvaccinated, we need to move on from people getting needlessly killed by the pandemic so we can finally get back to people being needlessly killed by the climate. And now it's time for the O.J. Simpson Twitter update. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter, Twitter world. This is me, yours truly. Yours truly. My guest today is pageant coach and expert Courtney Beebe. Courtney, thanks for joining me. Hi, thank you so much for having me. On his 35th annual 39th birthday, O.J. weighed in on trans individuals competing in a variety of different events. Hey, Twitter world. This is me, yours truly. Boy, am I getting up there. I gotta admit, this has been one of the most unusual years of my life, uh, maybe because of COVID. Look what's happening in Tokyo. Only about 15% of that populace have gotten their shots, and now they're in COVID lockdown. There'll be no fans at the Olympics. Now, it was going to be an unusual Olympics because they were going to allow a transgender athlete from New Zealand uh, compete in weightlifting. I, I don't think that's fair. Men are born with certain inherited advantages athletically. They can be bigger, stronger, faster. If you continue to allow this to happen, um, uh, transgenders will dominate all of the women events. Uh, here in Nevada, we have a transgender Miss Nevada USA. Not to be confused with Miss Nevada, Miss America. <laughs> She's going to be able to compete in the Miss uh, USA com uh, competition and might win. Very attractive, I must admit. But that's different. That's beauty and it's only skin deep. Athletically, men are born with certain traits that give them an advantage. Hey, I'm just saying. Anyway, it's my birthday and I'm going to celebrate. Get your shots. Take care. Courtney, what do you think about what OJ had to say? 
Well, I think first off, it's very funny that he segued uh, from sports into pageants. And it's like, okay, cool. Let's let's say the pageants are a sport. That was very funny to me. Um, but then I think when he touches just like on the surface level of uh, beauty and whatnot, which I think for so long, people who have done pageants, people who have been in the pageant world for so long, we've been trying to fight that, saying that it's so much deeper and so much more than that. However, in this case, in that argument, I think it's wonderful to kind of touch on that in a way to welcome transgender women who want to start competing in pageants um, to say, hey, yeah, let's let's like dive into that femininity that you have been holding back for so long. Like, we're here to support you. Let's do the makeup. Let's do the hair. Let's do the dress. Let's do all of that that, again, you've been trying to hold back for so long. So if he wants to stay surface, surface level with that, as far as talking about transgender women competing in pageants, um, cool, let's go with it in this instance. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about OJ? He's a murderer. That's this week's OJ Simpson Twitter update. Courtney, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. And that's the latest written, recorded, produced by Greg Ott. OJ Simpson Twitter update produced by Christy Forsh. Hey, I've been gone for a few weeks. I'm sure you noticed, or maybe you didn't. I took a couple of weeks off. Frankly, I needed the break, and I'm glad to be back. I'll be back on a regular schedule now that I've enjoyed my summer to a certain extent. But I missed the show, and if you've been waiting for it, well, here it is. <laughs> and we'll be back next week. If you like the show, please tell a friend to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, any of those weird apps. It, it's on all of them. Latestpod.com for all your latest podcast needs. I'm at underscore Gregot on Twitter. Yeah, right. And if you want more of me, I'm on TikTok. I'm actually doing a news show and other strange videos for Cracked at Cracked.com on TikTok. So so if you're a child on TikTok, check it out. See you soon. And by see you soon, I mean hear you soon. And by hear you soon, I mean you'll be hearing me soon. And by hearing me soon, I mean you'll soon be hearing me do another episode of this podcast. I promise. <laughs>